what happens when you put your six-year-old in charge of the money? We did a real-life experiment to help our daughter learn about budgets and spending. Find out how things went in today's episode. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, the show where we share stories and advice on building your marriage and wealth together. I'm Elle Martinez. Support for this podcast comes from Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money course. This self-paced class is designed to help you two get on the same page with money, dump your debt faster, and build wealth as a team. Sign up for the course and get lifetime access today. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash jumpstart. Why in the world would we hand over cash to our six-year-old and let her be in charge of our food and fun money for the day? Before we talk about the experiment we just did, I want to explain a few things. My husband and I are trying to help our kids to understand and appreciate how to use money wisely. When our oldest began asking for extra toys, having more snacks, we thought, you know what? Now would be a good time to start her allowance. At the time, she was about four years old. So since she was so young, one of the first things we had to figure out was how much to pay her. And it's been trial and error, but we found a system that works for us. It's taking 50 cents and multiplying that against her age for her weekly pay. So right now, she's six, which means her allowance is... $3 a week means $12 a month. Yep, that's our oldest. And from the beginning, we've been trying to instill in her that there were three basic things that she could do with her money. Spend, um, save, and share or give. That's also being kind. And like most kids, when she first started her allowance, she wanted to spend on toys. I think it was BB-8. You know with Star Wars, there were plenty of versions of BB-8. The one she was eyeing originally was one of the most expensive. It was an app and a mini but working BB-8 that you can control using your phone. That price tag was pretty hefty. We explained to her that if she saved up half of it, her dad was going to pay the other half. Yeah, I, I knew who this idea came from. But what surprised us is she was curious about how long it would take with her current allowance to afford it. And when she heard how long it was going to be, she made a decision. She was going to get a different BB-8, a plush toy. Much less expensive, but still she needed to save up for it. And she did. We soon discovered that our oldest is a natural saver. She doesn't mind waiting to get what she wants. Once she had her BB-8, her next goal was to save for an easy-bake oven. And that took a couple of months, which doesn't sound like much, but for a kid, it felt like forever. And now her sights are set on the big one. A power wheel. It's taking very long because, like, I'm trying to count my coins in my piggy bank, but it's... A little game too long. I think I only have like 98, but I, I can't get that. I need more than just um, 98. I need to have 120. 
Power wheels are not cheap. When we were researching prices, we discovered that a new one is around $300 to $450. Yeah, that's insane. Funny thing is, it gave us an opportunity to have a discussion with a five-year-old about buying new versus a used car. And you know what? She got that concept pretty quick. So when we were looking around at yard sale prices, it looks like $100 to $150 seems to be the typical price around here. Even though that's much cheaper, I wouldn't say we're thrilled for her to get something this expensive. But we'd rather have her have this experience now instead of having this later as an adult with much bigger consequences. And I realize that having a kid that naturally saves is a good problem to have, but that's only one piece of the puzzle. We noticed recently with spending, she's not so good with the day-to-day and keeping a budget. For example, we went to the state fair earlier this week. And like all kids, she wanted to do as many rides, see as many shows, eat as much food as she could. And when things got too much, I would just gently nudge her and remind her that we had a certain amount that we were going to spend for the fair. And she was pretty good about that. But I felt like that was not so much me teaching her and giving her the tools to succeed, but it was more me telling her how the money was going. So my husband and I discussed what could we do to give her an opportunity to see for herself how to manage money. And we decided on this experiment at the zoo. So I talked it over with Daddy. We're going to do something different with the zoo. I'm going to give you $20. And you're going to be doing our budget for the day. You get to pick what we eat and if we pick up any souvenirs. But once we run out of the money, boop, it's gone. What do you think about that? Yeah, it took a little bit for our kid to absorb what was going on. A zoo isn't like a trip downtown where we hang out and if things go wrong, we can just be home in 15 minutes. It's an hour and a half drive each way from Raleigh to Ashboro. This trip could go sideways. For one thing, I was worried about running out of food. No, our kids wouldn't starve, of course. But I could see them spending on cotton candy and popcorn, loading up on that, and then come lunchtime, be starving in their own minds. If you're a parent, you understand how incredibly difficult it is to walk around with a hungry six-year-old and two-year-old. Fortunately, our little girl had a plan. I think that we should get some snacks and drinks. Like peanut butter crackers and um the 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 butternut cookies besides the nut butters and crackers she also packed juice boxes and fruit snacks pretty much her dream come true with that bag unfortunately i noticed one small detail was missing what was i gonna eat since she was in charge i mentioned it to her Instead of getting the protein bar, which I was secretly hoping for, she grabbed some more crackers and cookies. Oh, this was going to be a rough day. So we load up our car and go to Ashboro. 
And pretty much the 90 minute ride there was all right. Kids finished their books. I listened to a few podcasts. And when we parked the car, I noticed the lot was full. Turns out, I pretty much picked one of the most popular times that schools take their kids to the zoo. All right, girls, where are we at? It says North Carolina Zoo. Welcome to the world's largest zoo. With $20 in her wallet, we began making plans for our day. And what animals are we going to see first? Um, ostriches, zebras, and giraffes. The first half of the day went really well. We were doing a loop, watching the lions, we saw the giraffes, caught a few chimpanzees, and then we started getting tired, so it was break time. And now was the first test. My oldest decided we were going to sit down and have a snack break. She pulled out her pack, got the food, and divvied it among us. But there was a protest. Her younger sister, the two-year-old, didn't want a juice box. Snack break. Have No. Your sister wants milk now. So we went to the cafe and discovered that one carton of milk with tax, a new thing for our six-year-old, was $3.20. From there, we passed by the desert section into the North American section, where we saw some red wolves and grizzly bears. After we explored that part of the zoo, it was time for lunch. And my girls thought it would be awesome to have two slices of pizza along with a big fountain drink. Total cost, $12.02. So the kids are getting tired and I should mention something that was not planned, but it happened anyway, was my two-year-old stroller decided to break. So we're walking this entire time. It's in the middle of the afternoon, it's getting warm, We are seeing the elephants. The girls are having a fantastic time with them, but they're getting tired. And as we're walking to the different exhibits and seeing with the viewing stations what animals are there, my six-year-old sees a fantastic extra attraction at the zoo. It's a rope course. And she has no idea what it's about, but she loves the idea that there are tree houses she could reach and she could swing. Unfortunately, that was not free. The price for that was $12. All right, so why don't you, let's count how much money you have left. <coughs> money? Trying to find my money here and here. Two. Okay, now let's look at the change. Remember, you have change left. Can you open that? That's not the only money. There's also more coins in here. Okay, get all the coins out. Because you have more than $2. You have $2 and whatever that changes. You put the receipts out so it's easier to get it. 
I know, I know which one's the corner, quarters. Now okay. ready? Mm-hmm. So. Okay, how many quarters do you have? Um, three. Okay, how many dimes do you have? One. How many nickels do you have? Three. And how many pennies? Two. Okay, let's add this up. 75, 85, 95, another Whoa. dollar and two cents. So you have three dollars and two cents left. Good job. Three dollars and two cents. Two cents. Didn't discover it until later, but she had put another dollar and some change in her pocket. But even with that money, she didn't have enough to pay for the rope course. Let alone the fact that wouldn't let someone under 18 buy it. But I just wanted her to see that she couldn't get everything she wanted when she wanted. She had to plan ahead. So we wrapped up the day and I asked her if she wanted to pick up something from the store. And she said no. So we got in the car and we're going to go home. And then she has an idea. She wants to pick up a snack. I'll let her explain how that went. And I gave my $4 away for like when we were... When, because we were going to go to McDonald's and we only need $4 to get an, uh, um, a caramel vanilla ice sundae. She treated us for our car ride home, which was really sweet. And while she didn't have a ton of money left, it was less than a dollar, I was proud that she kept to the $20 limit. And she realized something. When we first started, I gave her the $20 tens and ones. She was like, Mom, I'm rich. And on the car ride home, she goes, Mom, I think we're broke. <laughs> yeah, baby girl, sometimes I feel the same way. I shared a peek about how things are going with teaching our oldest about money. I'd love to hear from you. What's your system? How do you pay your kids an allowance? Is it tied with their chores? Why or why not? You know, I think this is a great discussion. As always, I'm including links to our favorite apps, tools like FAMZU, and other family and money resources, including my interview with the opposite of spoiled author, Ron Lieber, in the show notes. Just head over to couplemoney.com. And don't forget, if you too want to finish this year off with a bang, please join us in the Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money course. We go through step-by-step how you can open up about finances and set it up quickly and easily. You can go to the show notes or just visit couplemoney.com slash jumpstart. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere, Music for Makers, and sounds by Freesound. Finally, I want to say thank you. Couple Money Podcast is made possible because of incredible listeners like you. Your tweets, reviews, likes, and more are so encouraging. If there's a topic or question you want to have covered on the show, just let me know. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. Take care.